Foodie lovers, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. I do have it right here. Thank you, Abby. I did not forget my paperwork. Hey, I think today is going to be a great show. Actually, I know today's going to be a great show. We're all very excited here at the CSG Broadcast Network because today we're here in Nashua within the boundaries of the absolutely beautiful Granite State. Coming to you from the Conway Scenic Railroad Broadcast Studios, where today, my friends, we join forces with our newest affiliate. That's right, WSMN 95.3 and 1590 AM. We're here to bring you Cooking Something Good. It's a foodie show for foodies. But we also have great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items on our website. And our website is cookingsomethinggood.com. You're going to want to remember that one, cookingsomethinggood.com. You can watch our foodie cam highlights on YouTube and Facebook, and you can catch us on Instagram and follow our tweets on Twitter. Just go to any of those platforms and look for Cooking Something Good, and you'll find us. If you want to email us, Dave at CookingSomethingGood.com, and the telephone number is 732-336-1040. Monday morning! I love Monday mornings. It's time, of course, for the Sharila deal of the day. This week's theme is beer and barbecue. We're talking about craft beer and homemade barbecue. So it's going to be a great week. The Sharila deal of the day is barbecue related. It's a three-pack gift set, including two 15-ounce bottles of barbecue sauce and a six-ounce container of all-purpose dry rub. It's coming to you from the world-famous Jones Barbecue. Now, Jones Barbecue is a tiny little restaurant in Kansas City, Kansas. It's owned and operated by sisters Deb and Mary Shorty Jones. They are pitmasters who learned the art of barbecue from their dad, Levy, when they were just big enough to stand up. Now, after appearing on Steve Harvey's show, Steve, uh, that's on NBC, and the Bravo Network's Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, the rest of the world learned what Kansas City residents have known for two generations. The Jones family knows barbecue. Now, this three-pack gift set usually sells for $34.99, but today you can go to cookingsomethinggood.com Buy one of these great three-pack sets for just $19.99. That includes shipping. There's no charge for shipping. A world-famous Jones barbecue sauce and dry rub three-pack for sale now at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's $15 off the regular price, but because we only have 36 in stock, there is a limit of one set per customer. Now, barbecue and beer, it's just about as all-American as it gets. But where did barbecue actually come from? 
Now, all this ties in with our Dear Dave question of the day. And remember, if you have a Dear Dave question you'd like answered, just email us at dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. And if we choose your question and read it on the air, you'll receive a $20 gift certificate. Today's Dear Dave comes from Allison in Hudson, New Hampshire. And she asks, Dear Dave, I grew up in Somerville, Massachusetts, and my neighborhood had a very large Brazilian population. My best friend, Anna, lived next door, and every summer her family and the neighbors had a huge block party, and Brazilian barbecue was the star. From the food itself to the men in cowboy-like outfits carving the meat in theater-like fashion, it was exciting, but I must admit a bit overwhelming for a kid like me. Anna's father, in retrospect, reminded me of the dad from that movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. He was always bragging about barbecue being invented in Brazil. Now, I looked it up online, I googled it, and can't confirm whether or not that's true. Is it? Thank you, Allison Hudson, New Hampshire. Hey, thanks, Allison, and for sending in your question and having it read on the air, you will receive a $20 gift card to Gaucho's Brazilian Steakhouse in Manchester. And now the answer you've all been waiting for. The answer to the Dear Dave question of the day is, Allison, I don't know. But my best guess is that a caveman and a cavewoman who were married wanted to show off their Amazon purchases. They had an Amazon Prime account. So they bought a fire and they bought some clubs online, had it delivered overnight. And the cavewoman fired up the coals while the caveman grabbed his club. He went hunting. He brought home a pig, which he butchered. They invited the neighbors over. They ate the grilled pork. They drank some good Woodlands Farm beer. And then they listened to Jimmy Buffett tunes while hanging out by the pool. And there you have it, the invention of barbecue at the summer block party, as told by Dave. Can I prove it? No. It doesn't matter, Allison. You still win the gift certificate. And that brings us to today's first guest, and it is indeed Ben Graves, co-owner and co-founder of uh, Gaucho's Brazilian Steakhouse and Butchery in Manchester. Ben, thanks for being with us. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dave. Uh, ben Graves, co-founder of Gaucho's Brazilian Steakhouse and Butchery. And before we get into Brazilian barbecue, uh, the subject of today's Dear Dave question of the day, because it really is, I think your catchphrase is great. It really is an experience like no other. But let's talk about the butchery. When did that come to be? So we we started the butchery uh, back in 2019. Um, we, we just kind of got the idea of we have great meat. Why not offer them to the public? So we started doing that a little bit, but obviously we were we were very busy with the restaurant at the time, steakhouse. So we uh, we did a little bit, and then with the pandemic, the whole COVID thing, and grocery stores being overrun last year in 2020, not having a lot of meat and, and different products and, and and all, we decided let's let's go full full bore into that. And then you know the steakhouse was obviously shut down with the pandemic, so. We, we totally flipped the butchery last year and, and really went head first into that and had some great success last year. And now uh, we've continued that going forward. People who don't know what Brazilian barbecue is, it's not just the way you prepare the food. It really is an experience. Can you talk a little bit about that experience and how your restaurant uh, operates? Yeah, so it's, it's totally unique. So m- most restaurants that you go to are plated, sit down, order different you know, plates and, and they're delivered to you. And, and that's, that's the experience there. With Brazilian barbecue, churrasqueria type dining, it, it's a total experience. It's, it's completely different. So typically it's all about having fun, energetic atmosphere. 
So typically you start off with side dishes and salad bars. So we have a full salad bar and, and hot side dishes that folks can help themselves to. It's all you can eat buffet style. So you go up there and prepare yourself a salad, maybe some hot side dishes, rice, beans, potatoes, and a whole host of rotating side dishes that accompany the meats and seafood that we serve. So typically start off with that. And then uh, when you're ready to go, a lot of people know the uh, the red and green cards and, and so forth that you'll see at Brazilian barbecue. So green means go, which means feed me and I'm hungry. And, and red means you're taking a break or you're stop, stopping. So it's a, it's a way to, for us to, to know where you're at in your dining experience. But, you know, the main, main course, of course, main attraction is the meats and seafood that we serve. So we have gauchos walk around and hand slice and carve meats and seafood right table side. So it's, it's a really interactive way for folks to kind of have a unique dining experience in that interactive method. You eat it again as much as you want, you know, and, and the only time we stop is, is when you flip it to red. And then you're finished. Then you said, I've had all, please, mercy, have mercy on my soul, is what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, we, we've served, you know, hundreds of thousands of people and, and it's still safe to say we are undefeated um, currently. <laughs> and right now you're doing dine-in and takeout, correct? Yeah, we offer dine-in. We have dinner six nights a week currently, so Tuesday through Saturdays. And then we have a fabulous Sunday brunch as well as dinner, but our, our brunch is really popular on Sunday mornings. And then, yeah, we, we do offer takeout for folks that want to do that as well. Hey, before I let you go, remind our listeners your webpage, uh, your address, your telephone number, if people want to order stuff to go. Yeah, so you can order stuff from the butchery or to go or come visit us. But our website is www.gauchosbrazilianstakehouse.com. You can call us anytime at 603-669-9460. And we're located at 62 Lowell Street, which is right off of Elm Street in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Ben Graves, co-founder of Gauchos, a Brazilian steakhouse and butchery in Manchester, New Hampshire. I like to say Manchester sometimes. I don't know why. But Ben, hey, thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it. And we look forward to uh, seeing you very soon. I will definitely see you in the next two weeks. Thanks, Dave. Look forward to having you and all your guests. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Be safe. You as well. Take a step back in time. Visit New Hampshire's Conway Scenic Railroad at the center of North Conway Village. We offer a choice of heritage and scenic train rides the whole family will enjoy. Take a journey over Crawford Notch on our Mountaineer. Or take a spin on one of our valley runs where we recreate classic train travel when rustic passenger trains ran from town to town. Our pub train offers a selection of beverages and culinary delights. Call 603-356-5251 or visit us online at conwayscenic.com. Indeed, the Conway Scenic Railroad, I rode that as a little boy, believe it or not. And if you're a stay-at-home parent like I was for many, many years, we are always looking for something to do with our kids that's wholesome, that's fun, that's different. Uh, the Conway Scenic Railroad is that answer. Uh, I took my kids on it, and if you got a chance, you're going to want to take it. Their schedule will be coming out very soon, so keep checking them out. Conway Scenic dot com and if you get a chance get up there you're gonna love it you can either take a day trip up there or you can spend the whole weekend in north conway it's a beautiful place and hey we're back thanks for sticking with us here at cooking something good this week all week long we are talking about barbecue and beer and we're talking about craft 
breweries. And there's great reasons to go to these breweries. One of them is the beer is just so damn good. And they have great tap rooms now and tasting rooms and, and experiences. It's not just about the beer. But on top of that, uh, the over 100 craft breweries in New Hampshire alone generate over $264 million in state tax revenue just from business-related taxes. From personal consumption by consumers, an additional $37 million. So a lot of good things going on with these breweries in New England and especially here in New Hampshire. Our next guest is actually in Kittery, Maine. His name is Patrick Rowan, and he is the owner and the brewmaster for the Woodlands Farm Brewery. Patrick, thanks so much for being with us today. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and talk about two things that I love, cooking and beer. Hey, and then, you, then you're in the right place. I have to start with COVID and all the challenges that have resulted. I mean, dear God, what a year. And just to start with, congratulations for for still being both as a human being and as an ongoing business operation with us. We feel so lucky to have actually survived COVID. You know, it was thanks to some pivoting on our part from being a destination type brewery to a packaging type brewery. We were, you know, originally very experiential. We wanted people to come in and show them the best time possible. And obviously we could not do that with a closed tasting room and no patio. So we switched over to putting the majority of our beers into cans and going into distribution as well, too. So that and a little bit of government help uh, really sort of saved our bacon and, and staged us to come into 2021 really strong. So we're super grateful that our patrons, our locals, and everyone that shopped local with us, you know, stuck around through what was definitely the toughest year I've ever been in business, that's for sure. And Pat, technology played such an important role in you being able to make that transition into a different kind of brewery. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of technology, uh, direct-to-consumer, and other functionality that technology offers you that makes it easier to run your business? Oh, absolutely. Uh, You know, Technology in the last three years for us as a brewery, both you know direct to consumer as well as business to business for us, has changed as well as playing a huge role. You know, when we first opened, we were you know taking slips and using a cash drawer, and now everything that we do happens online. You know, we are able to luckily sell all of our beer online. We are able to ship it as well too. But technology in general for us really dictates our day to day life. You know, I know exactly how much inventory I have at all times. The communication between my website and my point-of-sale system are direct. You know, if we go out of stock on something in-house, it's immediately out of stock on the website. Also, ordering as well, too. You know, we work with a service called CarHop. Someone can order their beer and have it delivered directly through this service as well, too. None of that would have been possible without us doing a direct integration with their app as well as our own website as well. So, yeah, you know, technology, is it really made COVID survival possible possible for us because in a world where you really can't get within six feet of each other and we are in a product based around being social, that can be a real challenge without something to bridge the gap. You know, contactless pickup as well, too, is huge for us during this COVID process where someone could just place an order online or call us up and then text us when we get there, open up their trunk. And we place the beer in the trunk. They didn't think we don't talk to them, you know, or we might say hello through the, through the back door. But, um, you know, there's, there's just no point of contact. And, you know, the safety that technology allowed us to, to maintain was really key 
um, during this challenging period. Now, as far as all these advancements uh, in technology forced upon you by COVID uh, are concerned, I don't see uh, us going back to, quote unquote, the good old days. Um, These changes are are permanent, probably, right? And what do you see in the future, in the next couple of years, as far as technology in your industry? Absolutely. I don't, I don't think what I, I don't think some of these new technologies that have come in place are going away. I mean, that's the first thing to mention. You know, contactless pickup, app ordering, online ordering. You know, COVID really forced it to come to fruition a little bit quicker than everybody else. The brewing industry, being a little bit of an older school industry as far as manufacturing is concerned, you know, wasn't as cutting edge initially, and COVID really forced that on us. It's a really difficult business being a brewer and starting your own brewery. Uh, Somebody asked a a famous baseball player once, why do you play baseball? And he said, because I love to play baseball. Do you own a brewery and brew beer because you love to brew beer? I mean, is it just your version of uh, your love of the game? Is that why you do this? Yeah, you're you're so right. I I like to identify as a crazy person as opposed to uh, a genius personally. But um, yeah, the ROI on on barrel-aged Lambic beer is definitely not something that is quantifiable because really, really initially when you're brewing the beer because, you know, you may get 18 months in and one of the barrels goes sour on you or goes acetic on you rather or, you know, uh, it is about passion. You know, Lambic beer is a style that I was drinking you know, 15 or 20 years ago when the only thing you could get in the States was Lindemann's. I actually went over to Belgium, went through some of the best Lambic and Goose breweries over there. And, and really, you know, Lambic and Goose in itself is, is more about blending than it is actually the, the fermentation process. Obviously, the fermentation process takes forever, and as does maturation. But, yeah, you know... Um, it's not about money. It's uh, about passion for a good beer. You know, when it comes down to it, a little bit of mad scientist on the Lambic side of things is really what keeps me going. It's when you put one of those wine thieves into a barrel and it comes out and it's coated in palicol and, and Britannomyces and Lactobacillus and you have this brilliantly clear, funky, funky, funky smelling, just absolutely delicious product. It's, you know, that's the ROI itself. Okay, Gary, I'm going to put you to the test here. You're having barbecued chicken. What do you recommend for a Woodlands Farm beer that best goes with barbecue chicken? Uh, hands down, Cerveza Medico. It's our Mexican style lager. It is crisp. It's got a little bit of that, you know, beautiful corn note to it that comes from actually having corn in it. And if you've got a barbecue sauce that's sweet or even a little bit of smoky or spicy, you know, you want something crisp and clean to, to pair well with that, to cut through with that. So, yeah, Cerveza Medico, hands down, is, is, is definitely my go-to for that. My backup would be Blinky, which is our New England IPA, because that is a very strong citrus hit to it. It's got a little bit of grapefruit, a little bit of lemon style. Not, not the fruit, just the hop flavors. And, again, that pairs so nicely against sweet and smoky, which, you know, for me is barbecue chicken. Patrick, before we let you go, can you just remind our listeners your webpage address and your physical address in Kittery? Sure. Um, you know, our webpage address is, is wfbrewery.com, as in woodlandfarmsbrewery.com. Uh, all our beers are available for sale there. And then we're at 306 U.S. Route 1 in Kittery, Maine. And, uh, yeah, the landmark is definitely the Kittery Trading Post. We're, we're smashed right in between the weather vane and the Starbucks. So we've got indoor seating and outdoor seating, and we are extremely COVID-aware. And we're excited that everybody's getting vaccinated so that we can see some faces again, too. Hey, Patrick, before I let you go, we're going to give away a $20 gift certificate right now. Easy as that. 
Give us a call, 732-336-1040. Just like you pay the IRS on your 1040 form. 732-336-1040. Answer this question. What is Patrick Rowan, owner of the Woodlands Farm Brewery in Kittery, Maine? What is his favorite Woodlands Farm beer to drink with barbecue chicken? Give us a call. What you got to do is you leave a message at that number, 732-336-1040. Be the first one to leave the message. We'll announce the winner tomorrow. Patrick, again, thank you so much for being with us, and I can't wait to see you this summer. Yeah, I had a great time. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, really looking forward to tipping a couple with you this summer. Hey, we're going to take a short break. We're going to pay a couple of bills, and when we come back, it's going to be time for Hey Foodies, Did You Know? We're giving away two more gift certificates, so stick with us. We will be back right after this. A gastromaniac, Jack H. from Hollis, New Hampshire, wrote in and he wants to know if I really use Manny's olive oil. I do. Uh, it comes from Crete. Uh, the Greeks make some of the best olive oil in the world. It is a, a very well-priced. We have it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's not terribly expensive. The price you see there is uh, including shipping, so there's no additional shipping. Uh, it's harvested by hand. Uh, there are no chemicals. It, it's really a great olive oil. Manny's olive oil. I use it. And that's why I sell it. Because if I didn't use it, I would not sell it on this site. Give it a try. Manny's Olive Oil from Crete with love. Now I'm just talking to uh, the two interns, Janice and Jack. Uh, They are the ones looking up the foodie know-it-all questions of the day. They have done a great job putting together great questions this week. Beer and barbecue is the theme. So all week long, the questions will either be beer or barbecue related. Remember, if you answer the foodie know-it-all question of the day, if you are the gastromaniac that comes in with a correct answer, you will win a $10 gift certificate to a great local restaurant. We'll let you know tomorrow who the winner is. Today's foodie know-it-all question of the day. Beer is one of the oldest drinks ever produced by humans. The first confirmed barley beer dates back to the fifth millennium in what country? Again, beer is one of the oldest drinks ever produced by humans. The first confirmed barley beer dates back to the fifth millennium BC in what country 732-336-1040 get on the phone and you could be a winner Hey, gastromaniacs, I know there's nothing more frustrating than when you're in the kitchen and you're working away like a maniac and you spill something. Don't worry, nothing cleans up all of your spills faster or better than spill salt. Simply completely cover any spill with spill salt until there's no visible sign of liquid. And with a few sweeps of a broom, all you're left with is a clean, dry surface. It's immediately safe for foot or vehicle traffic. And this includes greasy restaurant floors, too. No more chemicals mopping the floor down at the end of the night. If you own a restaurant, spill solved is also great. And the best part? 
spill salt can be used over and over again. That's right. It's recyclable. Use it over and over. It's an easy-to-use container. You simply pour it right back in. This is a great product. Spill Solved, you can find it at cookingsomethinggood.com. That's Spill Solved at cookingsomethinggood.com. Welcome back. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for sticking with us through the commercials. Hey, at cookingsomethinggood.com, we've got a great little Cooking Something Good recipe book. It's called My Recipe Book. It's smaller than a regular book. It's blank on the inside, just lines, and it's kind of cool. My mother gave me something like this years ago for Christmas. She gave everyone in the family one, and then we all passed it around to our parents, our grandparents, our aunts, our great aunts, our great uncles, and everybody put their favorite recipes in. Uh, And I was lucky enough that I had a French Canadian family, a Polish family, and and an Italian family. So uh, these recipes are are keepsakes, and it's the book I absolutely love. We have them for sale at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's $9.99, and every dollar goes to the Nashua Food Pantry and Shelter. So it's a great little book. It's $10.999, and it all goes to a really great cause. And it's something that's cool to have. It's one of those things I've always cherished. Uh, My grandparents are both long gone now. Uh, but I have their memories in that in that cookbook, and and when you cook their food, there's nothing that brings back those great memories than the smell of your your grandparents uh, or your aunts or uncles or great aunts or your mom or dad's kitchen. So, the cooking something good, my recipe book. And remember, this week it's all about beer and barbecue. Go to cooking something good. We've got a lot of great stuff there, okay? But only buy what you need. Uh, a lot of times you, you get caught up in the moment. You buy something you don't need. But the Thermo Pro digital thermometer, if you're going to barbecue, you're going to want to have that. So, yeah, that's something you're going to want if you don't have. Uh, but don't waste your money buying things you don't need. When you're ready to go for it, go for it. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same channels. Thanks for being with us. Hey, Gastromaniacs, see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.